The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Is off track with Hinch and Rossi. Hey guys, and welcome to a special subplot of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, where we're going to be recapping. What? I don't know. Sub. What is that? Sub what? text. Sub Reddit. Sub, sub series. Welcome to a special episode or series <laughs> of episodes. Sub- special series. Sub- we got an off. You know what? It's an off track mini series. That's what we're doing. Oh, here. I like that. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome to the new off track mini series. Uh, it's a limited series. Uh, to six episodes. We know that because we'll be recapping all six episodes of the 100 Days to Indy that is airing on the CW Network. Uh, excited to be a part of this. And it's going to be us and some guests maybe bringing in a little bit of insight into the show, diving into it, seeing what everybody thinks. And uh, and this week, Alex, we have a guest joining us for the breakdown. Yeah, man. Um, we want to kind of get... You and I have... Very intricate racing knowledge. Tim, not so much, but you Why? and I, you and I have some. Yeah, um, we're too close. And, we're too close to it. And and quite frankly, hundred days to Indy is not is not made for us. You know, with your decades of experience as an Indy car driver, <laughs> borderline <laughs> a century, borderline a century. <laughs> um, but this show is is made for the the fan that has never seen an Indy car race, maybe knows of the Indy 500, maybe has attended once in passing as a family thing. But really, this is supposed to be an introduction to our sport that we love and cherish so much and the greatest race in the world. So we wanted to get an opinion of someone who was outside of the world. And so we've got a special guest, Jenna Izarek, joining us um, to kind of give her impressions of the show and kind of what she thinks about IndyCar drivers, IndyCar drivers' lives away from the racetrack, and just a general impression of 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 what she thought as someone who hasn't really paid much attention to motorsports in the past. Uh, okay, so let's get right into it. We just finished the episode. Let's go. Episode one, guys. It's out. What did we think? That is a great question, Alex. What did we think? I thought, look, it's always cool having anybody show up and record stuff about IndyCar, especially when it's a group like, you know, the people at CW and Vice that put this together. Uh, I thought the look of it was was really good. I thought the production was was incredible. It's always interesting for us, though, being from a world where that I mean, we know the ins and outs of that, right? And so with a show that's kind of built around trying to 
get people up to speed that don't know motorsports as well. I'm more interested in hearing, I do obviously want to hear what you guys think, but I'm also interested in hearing what the broader public, people that maybe aren't embedded in the racing world think about it. You talk about the look. Joseph did look good. <laughs> well, objectively, <laughs> Joseph always looks good, and he looks particularly buff in this episode. Right, right. I well, love his subtle flex about, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm too heavy I've right now. I have too much, too much muscle. Much muscle. Dick. <laughs> wow, that's so. That's not even a humble brag. Well, so we have we have uh, Jenna here to join us uh, as somebody who's not you know steeped in in racing like we are. What did you think? You're you're the target audience for a show like this. Oh well, first off, thank you for having me. Glad I uh, could help out with my I guess not so knowledge on the subject, but it was actually pretty fascinating. I feel like so the one thing about me is my attention span lately is very, very short. Like I'm basically like TikTok short form content. So watching this whole episode, I was actually intrigued the entire time. So if you can keep my attention for 45 minutes, then I feel like that's a good thing. So I, I really enjoyed it. Like the, the intro was like super action packed and exciting and, you know, getting to know, you know, a lot of like the people like that was that was actually great because I half the time don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, not half the time. All the time. I don't know who a lot of people are. So so it was honestly really great. And it was exciting uh, just kind of learning, you know, a lot about uh you know, the sport and about the people. Did, did you know much about, or I guess, what was your racing exposure before you watched this episode? I know that, you know, you guys, you know, Alex, you know, some people in it, but do you watch races? Do you know anything about IndyCar? I mean, a little bit, like I'm not, you know, completely oblivious. I think I went to the 2016, uh, Indy race. I believe it was 2016. The, everything's kind of a blur. Nothing, but I'm nothing not, big like, happened that year. Yeah, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not like diehard, you know, I, I, I'm interested, like I'll, you know, turn it on, I'll watch it, but I'm not like a diehard fan. But it is interesting because I've always, I, I mean, Alex, I joke all the time, I'm like, I want to be a race car driver, but I've never actually taken the steps and like, I don't actually know what goes into it. Um, and I also think I'm way too old to be one now. Uh, so. <laughs> Honestly, so, so is James. Um, I'm, that's why I'm not one anymore. That's why I stopped. And I am I'm knocking on the door. Uh, so okay, so there was only there was only a couple people featured, and I know the way they're going about this. They being CW slash Vice um, is kind of like introducing a couple storylines each episode. Great. Um, what did it hurt your did feelings you... that you weren't in this one too much, Alex? No, dude, like that's my, I love, <laughs> I love the fact that I'm in like these little three second clips here and there. So like one day I can point it out to my kids and be like, Hey, I was on TV, but I don't want to have anyways. Um, just be like, Why was uncle James on, on it the whole time? I, right. right. I, I can't, I can't wait for like episode three to just be the Alexander Rossi show. And you just sit there like shudder, shuddering the whole time. I'll be sweating out of anxiety. <laughs> um, so did you have, do you, are you, are you, do you have a, did you find like some connection with someone? I mean, I know that we only featured three people, so maybe it's too early to ask that, but are you like a Joseph Newgarden fan now? I mean, I am, but like, or are you a, not a Marcus Erickson fan? Do you like any of the other characters that you found in it? Like, what do you think? Are you trying to get me in trouble? Do you want me to no, like yeah. start, start beef with them? Is that <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I think it was really great. You know, like I thought it was great seeing, you know, Joseph and like his family and like his cute uh, son. Like I loved, I loved seeing all that. Scott, 
I'm not going to lie. He kind of scares me. He seems intense. <laughs> oh, scared me a little Scott, bit. Okay. Scott seemed more bit. intense than Joseph, huh? Yeah. Scott kind of scared me. <laughs> Dude, that's the, that's the magic of TV and why it's so wild. Right. Because like we obviously know them as people and they're the, complete opposite like joseph is this intense yeah. scary monster guy and scott's the fun loving <laughs> like doesn't really care what happens happy go lucky um hmm. so that's i mean that's fine your your opinion uh is not right or wrong um it'll be interesting to kind of see how that changes though as episodes go on because i think that scott is actually one of the the funnier guys and more relaxed well i think too maybe because it's like he's like in the zone so it's like yeah, so sure. passionate yeah. I'm sure, you know, you know, when the camera's off, like that probably shines. But I was like, wow, he's intense. Like he takes this very seriously. <laughs> like I'm a little scared. And, <laughs> and and it was an episode that really featured an important moment for him. Obviously, episode one really covered the incident in St. Pete, him and Grosjean going for the win. Admittedly, his mistake took them both out of the race. I mean, did you get a good sense for the kind of like disappointment that both of those drivers felt in that moment. Yeah. I mean, that was like heartbreaking. I feel like when anything like that happens, it's like you guys train and you prepare and just the amount of money and time that goes into this. It's like, if something goes wrong, like that's heartbreaking, you know, you get that one shot. And so I understand that. So that I do see, you know, the intensity, but his intensity started before the, before that accident. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it was really cool, you know, seeing all that like behind the scenes because I, I have not been up to date on everything that's been happening. So having that recap, especially for me, who, you know, doesn't know anything, it was, it was really great. So Tim, I mean, objectively, you know, even less than Jenna. That's uh, fair. About yeah. motorsports. I've only been around <laughs> it for half my life, but yeah. Right. Yeah. right, right. <laughs> but um, I drink a lot, Jenna, that's, you know. <laughs> what, uh, what did you think, pal? When did Joseph become an eighties villain? Like, <laughs> yeah. He this definitely is, like, is out of a Rocky movie. Yeah, so he always had the whole like mentality of like the the like you said, kind of the image of the happy go lucky. When he was with Carpenter, he was like the brand guy, best friends. And now, like you could literally drop a lot of what he said in that episode into Top Gun. Like I'm out of here to kick butts. All I could think is the the guy doing the the tower. I want some butts from Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> like when did this transformation happen? <laughs> I'm here for it. He looks like he would you know beat the out of somebody in an 80s movie that's the good guy like i don't know when it happened but i'm i'm for it yeah i so i thought i thought the i thought marcus's representation was interesting you know like obviously we all know in the paddock and and i think he's made it very clear that you know he feels that he's and jenna Breyer, not not this jenna kind of pointed out the fact that he feels like he's overlooked a lot of the times um but I also wonder if like that's just the way that he goes about his life as well. Cause like it was funny, just a lot of the away from the track stuff that focused around him was him and his girlfriend ordering room service. <laughs> and it was like it's very different yeah. than being in your yard with your shirt off, bench pressing fifty-five pound dumbbells. Right, right. But at the same time, you know, obviously this episode was geared towards the bus bros, uh uh Joseph and, and Scott. You had to get Marcus in that episode because it's 100 days to Indy. He's the defending Indy 500 champion. 
and he was the race winner in St. Pete, which is the event they were covering. So it, I, I still feel like, you know, as we get closer to India, I think we're going to see a lot more of, of Marcus and his life away from the track. And I'm super curious to see what that does look like. Cause we do know a lot of these people, but we know a lot of them at the track, maybe at a, yeah, maybe at a dinner, but like, I've never been to Sweden with Marcus. I've never been to no, Australia. I thought you Scott. were on like, that last trip with us. Yeah, no, you were again. You were Alex so drunk, I? you didn't notice that I <laughs> that I wasn't there. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's it is fascinating because I think even we are learning a little bit about you know the the people away from the racetrack. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I got a question for Jenna. What what did you learn about IndyCar racing? Not necessarily the, the personalities behind it, but did you learn anything kind of fascinating that you didn't know about the sport itself? Oh, man. That's a, that's a tough question. You really put me on the spot. <laughs> Um, and no, okay. Like, I mean, you say you, you knew something, well, right? You didn't come in completely yeah, blind, but I think too, just like the history, you know, like I feel like they were, you know, sneaking in little history things, which I can't remember now because my memory is crap. But just the overall, you know, like like they would be like, oh, you know, this took place then, or you know, this was the defending champion, or things like that. Because like I literally cannot remember anything. Like I will hear when it happens, I'll see it trending on Twitter, and I'm like, great. But then if you ask me like years years later, I'm like, I have literally no idea. So I think just like you know the small little facts like here and there, and like all the locations and stuff like that. It was just it was just like kind of fascinating having like a little bit of knowledge. Uh, yeah. about the indie series just thrown in 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 her defense and this is a small critique of the show like i don't know that there was a whole lot of like explanation of the series or the sport at all like i mean i think you james is the narrator kind of touched on you know friday's kind of a day where teams are experimenting with stuff and then saturday's when the pressure right. starts to ramp up for qualifying but like other than that there wasn't a whole lot involved like the key snippet that i took away from it was like your quote about, you know, if teams have a dollar to spend, they're going to find a way to spend it on people and resources and, and drivers and, and all this sort of thing. But like, I don't know that this episode one per se actually went in depth as to like what IndyCar racing is about or what makes it unique from other 
from your sport to you. Yeah, I see. I see you're saying like you don't get that that differentiation from say F1 because of the different track, like the versatility in tracks right. or the difference between sort of like a quote unquote spec series versus versus what they're doing. Um, Alex, for the for the the moments of covering the Grosjean McLaughlin incident. How, like what how did you think that was that part was told i would have loved to have heard more radio personally uh between the you know of both guys going back to the pits because they played a bunch of grosjeans during the broadcast even that didn't make it in the show that i think just really heightens the emotion the disappointment all that stuff i mean he was on the radio wailing about what happened but how did you feel they kind of built up that that moment yeah i mean i here's the thing i feel like because you know, the, all of us are on board with, we want to give the show as much access and as much personality and as much true raw emotion as possible. Like everyone wants to do that, but at the same time, it's still very secondary to the fact that all of us have brands and such to represent. So like, unfortunately, Scott McLaughlin or Roma isn't in a place where they can like say, screw whatever DHL or Dex imaging thinks I'm going to go throw hands at this guy. Cause he's a bitch. Like they can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Right. Even though that would make for much better television ultimately and, and more entertainment, you still got to realize that we have to answer to these brands that are paying us money to represent them. My takeaway so from that is you're not going to be able to do something for TV to make it better because the backlash that's going to come on the other side of that is what it is. I get what you're saying. Like you are playing it brand safe. Like you kind of have to, um, maybe if they want to do like an unhinged series where you can get, you know, a little crazy, you know, in the off season, maybe that'll be fun. But, um, I, I get what you're saying. Everyone's kind of playing it safe, but it was funny. Cause it's like, I never swear in any of my content. So it's like nice, you know, seeing, you know, you guys like, swearing like having them like bleep it and like showing like a little bit of their personalities so i think that there was like a good balance there well, we, good. we yeah. bleep it here we, if you want to if you want to let because <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing too right is like uh, let's like there's no one you're not fooling anyone if you think that you don't swear at the racetrack right and the whole point of this is to let people sort of behind the scenes behind the curtain a little bit and so by not like i think that's why that's why i like that um that bit about uh, Joseph and Pato, like near the beginning, there walking down pit lane, and Joseph's like, "I just want to kick everybody's butt." And Pato walks up, he's like, "You want to kick their butt? What? What? The <laughs> yeah. what, what are we? What are we doing here, bud?" And, and meanwhile, Scott's there, being like, "I want to, I want to beat every mother out there," you know. And so he, he's, you know, it's it's interesting kind of seeing the different approaches there uh, to that side of it. But like the thing about how it how it played out, how the accident side played out. It was, it was, it was honest, right? Like Scott is the kind of guy that would look at it, be self-analytical, be self-critical, be like, yeah, that one was my bad. I'm going to go bury the hatchet here. I'm going to go tell, you know, Grosjean, I, I take responsibility for it. So I don't think that was done for Dex imaging or DHL or whatever. I think that was a really honest moment and it just shows you the personality of those guys. Time will tell James. Time will tell. Ooh. <laughs> But maybe Jen is right, and Scott's actually secretly evil. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say he was evil. No, I think <laughs> I that's exactly how you worded it. Yeah. Oh my God, Scott's gonna come after me now. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but it was cool. But I will say, when I first started watching, um, like I had no idea that it was only going to be featuring like three people. So I was Neither like, did I? I was like, "Where's everybody else?" Yeah. So like, I think 
they could have maybe done a better job of doing like a little intro of like, here's what's going to happen. Cause I feel like the flow of it kind of jumped around a lot. So like I was confused. Um, but I mean, obviously it made sense when I kept watching, but yeah, I didn't know what to expect. So I feel like maybe a better of an intro, but yeah. I'm not a yeah. producer or director. So. <laughs> I think that's again, and Alex and I kind of had this conversation offline a little bit. It's, it's, it's tough when you have, you know, 27 people, and you want to tell at least some of those. So let's call it 10. You want, you want to really tell 10 stories over the course of the show to get people attached to it. You've got to spend a decent amount of time with them, right? So you can't spend that much time with 10 people in one episode to get it going. I kind of felt that's how that, that the 100 Days to Indie party that's really kicked the show off. That was really, I think, the attempt to like, all right, here's Pato Award. Here's this person, you know, here's Colin Herda. Here's Christian Lundgaard. He's just getting some of the names out there and some of the people to kind of set the scene a bit, but yeah, you're right. It's hard. It's, it's, it's kind of shot similar to the, the, the PGA full swing uh, docuseries in that each episode sort of focused on its one or two people and, and told that story throughout the season. Uh, so yeah, as, as the series goes on, I think you'll see more and more of those people and more and more, you know, inside stories, which is, which is going to be interesting. So the final question is, based on this show, are you going to like look up the results because you want to see how Joseph and Scott did? Yeah, I will always be looking up the results. Or like I said, like I'll see, you know, it trending on Twitter. Or if I'm actually, you know, not doing something, like I will, you know, I'll have it, I'll have it up and I'll be watching it. Um, I'm just not a diehard, okay? Like That's I'm fair. interested. Okay, but so <laughs> different que- different question then. Are you gonna watch next week and see what happens? Yeah, now I have to. I think I'm. I think I'm. She does have it's to. Actually, I'm bound to to watch it. We got another one. <laughs> Getting them however we can. If we can just get a couple hundred thousand people on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for your time. Um, love your insights, and uh, can't wait to hear what you think of the next episode. Thank you, guys. Uh, here's some feedback for you. I told you, Alex, you have to get a picture for Apple Podcasts. What's your feedback? Oh, oh yeah. When it says, like, the the, the host of the show. Yeah, Gotta is he a just a question mark on there? AR. Uh, it's just an AR. Oh, <laughs> no, I but think no, that sums it up. That's his personality. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind okay. of what I said. <laughs> yeah. But thank um, you, guys. This is awesome. No, thank you. Um, You're a star new fan gonna be gonna be watching everything religiously <laughs> love it that's, that's exactly what, what we want to hear yeah, yeah. and we'll <laughs> Venmo you for on. that response yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. thank you guys thank you so much real quick before we go uh, and thanks again to Jenna for joining us Alex I mean you're a curmudgeon by nature but <laughs> tell me that you didn't find this we I we neglected to mention this earlier but i think it's an important point because he played a big role in the episode uh coda newgarden pretty cute kid pretty darn cute kid <laughs> <laughs> look at his parents the the rumor has it is that coda came out of the womb doing sit-ups uh so yeah, I, I, I i just assume his abs he's really going to grow into his midsection uh which is going to be interesting but no it was it was great to see joseph family man and see ashley and uh and all that stuff uh, as it was seeing uh, Carly and her family. I thought it was cool that they it did that much inclusion of the families as well, right? I mean, Scott's living over here without his family, so having his in-laws there as part of his sort of entourage of the track is awesome. And uh, 
And Joseph makes a good point. Sometimes they talk about athletes losing the edge or something when you have a kid. He won five races last year. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Does that change your about opinion Joseph. about having kids, James? It changes my opinion about whether having kids affects your performance <laughs> as an athlete. <laughs> it does not it change my personal change. opinion about having kids. <laughs> anyway. Well, is, uh, I'm excited now. I want to see race two, or I want to see uh, episode two, because I you know, I want to know who wins in Texas. We, oh, God, I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, if you did not catch the first episode, it is playing again on the CW on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so that's the 4th of May. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern, if uh, if you missed it this week, we have been told that there will be international distribution once it's all played out on network here in the States. So for anybody that's an international listener that's asking that question, it's coming. We'll have details on that as soon as we know them. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into the recap of uh, episode one, 100 Days Cindy. Episode two out next Thursday, 9 p.m. And guys, and guys. The subplot of off track is going to continue <laughs> after episode two. So, like, we're going to subplot this thing to the end. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Tim. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.